Mashers, masturbators, what the fuck is going on? Happy New Year's to everybody. Um, I really hope everyone gets off to a fresh start. Um, everyone starts chasing something this year, whether it's a finding a new job if you hate your fucking job, or finding a new relationship if you hate your fucking relationship, or, or getting, I don't know, maybe you said you always wanted to buy a dog or something. Um, I really encourage everyone to chase whatever they want to do. You know, don't don't wait till 2025 to come here and say, damn, I didn't do a single thing that I said I was going to do in 24. So write it down, you know, whether it's a health journey. I mean, literally fucking anything. Write it down and uh, start kicking ass now. So and, and fuck everyone's opinion, um, except you stand in the mirror. That's the most important person that matters and uh let's uh let's get rolling into 25 and and get a super hot start but uh yeah i'm gonna interview a shitload of people this year man i really want to keep this thing going i'm figuring out audio and and how to put it on different platforms and and we're gonna talk a lot of craft beer we're gonna drink a lot of craft beer um exempt for dry january for anyone doing that i'm partially doing that but um i'm gonna ring in my guy tony z um for today's episode he's from Stablecraft brewing in waynesboro virginia so let's see if this dude picks up real quick um oh shit yo tony How's it going? What up, dude? Tony Z and the Z stands for? Zappin' Bolso. <laughs> that is a fucking hell of a last name, my brother. Uh, what, <laughs> what, uh, what are you doing? Uh, watching the Winter Classic in college football right now. Just chilling. What is the Winter Classic? Uh, ice hockey outside. Oh, shit. Is that? What, what is hockey season? What, it, what does that run from? I think it's October to like June. <laughs> and people watch that shit. I think so. Oh, I'm just kidding. Actually, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like hockey is a bigger sport amongst the brewing community than like football. Yeah, I think I've started to notice that too. Who? Uh, or shit, you're probably a Flyers or Flyers fan, yeah? Yeah, I'm a Flyers fan. Is that who's playing in the Winter Classic? No, it's um, the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, Vegas, sick, um, dude! I was uh, <laughs> I was I was busy yesterday, and I didn't get to see the ending of the Eagles game. Who ended up winning that? <laughs> I don't want to fucking talk about it, dude. Oh, damn boys, brother. Listen, uh, you guys lost to the Cardinals too, so I really don't want to fucking hear it. I saw uh, <laughs> I saw a meme yesterday. I was gonna send you. It said, uh, "Eagles fans all year after saying at least we didn't lose to the Cardinals." <laughs> yeah, man, it sucks. <laughs> um, we uh, we got nothing at this point. Yeah, defense stinks. Play calling stinks. <laughs> well, at least you got you're in the playoffs, so. Hopefully yeah. you can go down to Tampa and uh, lose that game. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, the Ravens are probably winning the whole thing anyway. No, do not say that. The Dallas Cowboys are not winning it. <laughs> They're not, dude. You're delusional. No, 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 no. Um, but dude, um, I appreciate your time on this happy or fuck happy New Year's, man. Are you hungover? Oh yeah, hungover shit, dude. Really? <laughs> I didn't yeah. go to bed until like three. We went to Waffle House at like two a.m. <laughs> um, it was awesome. There's it was a, a great time. Um, you got a Waffle House in Waynesboro, or do you live in yeah. Waynesboro? Well, I live in Lexington now, but oh, work yeah. in Waynesboro. But we have a Waffle House like on our street. We can walk to it. Man, the Waffle House. That is just opportunity waiting to happen. <laughs> Damn straight. Um. Well, dude, uh, give give all these fucking listeners uh, a quick little rundown of, of where you work and what you do, or what you, where you work right. and what you do at the brewery. All right, so, well, my name is Tony, Tony the Beer Guy. You can follow that on Instagram. Um, 
And I've been in the brewing industry for about seven years now. Um, originally working at Cape May Brewery um, in Cape May, New Jersey. I started there working in the tasting room as a bar back and then ended up moving into production um, and working in the packaging uh, department on the canning line, which that was miserable. Um, and it then ended up always is <laughs> always is it always is. Um, and then eventually moved into the cellar where I was uh, working on the centrifuge, dry hopping, uh, spicing beers, all that kind of stuff. And I was there for about three years before I ended up moving to Virginia, um, where I started working as the assistant brewer at uh, Stablecraft Brewing, which is in Waynesboro. Uh, so we're in the Shenandoah Valley. And um, I've been there almost four years now. And I've been the head brewer now for two. And in the uh, two years of being the head brewer, we've won 10 different awards from various competitions um and make some pretty damn good beer if i do say so myself yeah dude i was, I was and super, cider oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not i'm not super big on the cider but how uh, is it uh primarily beer sales more than cider sales at your place or yeah so we we do sell more beer than we do of the cider however cider has a huge um like following in this state um and there's a lot of like rules and guidelines like you have to use all virginia apples or you can't call it cider and that kind of stuff what um yeah so and there's that, obviously that's like the are they checking or how hard is it to get virginia apples you you have to um like i just had to do my um winery report for the year so like at the end of every year you have to like file um how much juice you bought or how many apples you got we lease um, an area of land at an orchard, um, so that's how we get our apples. Oh, so they're um, like they're your own apples, essentially. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's sick. So you're basically um, getting and, you're getting high on your own supply. Pretty much, yeah. That's sick. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Oh yeah. Um, and this year, um, especially our cider sales have really like increased, um, and we're we're anticipating to do more i did about a hundred barrels more of cider this year than i did last year and i'm probably gonna do um i'm anticipating like 200 um or so more going into this next year uh especially with like the summertime the cider sales really pick up and we do this thing that we call friday night love so uh every friday we release a one-off cider so we do some uh, different flavors to try and test some things out and see if we can use them um, as like a mainstay or a seasonal rotational. And we've recently expanded how much cider uh, we're making. We went from having four taps to now we have six taps for just cider and we're starting to bottle them too. Oh, sick. Um, yeah. You said Friday night love. That was, a, I think it's a common misconception is Virginia is for lovers and not Ohio is for lovers yeah yeah it's it's not ohio is for lovers it is virginia is for lovers i think but you never want to forget that philadelphia is the city of brotherly love and that's the most important one i think people could probably forget about that but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um you uh is cider i've i haven't even thought about dipping into cider or even any remotely like zero interest for me really, but I do see that it is like on the rise. Um, yeah. did it take you a while to like learn the process or was it, is it much different than beer? Like I, I wouldn't even so, know the first thing about cider. So the one main difference is you're going to get a hundred percent fermentation. Um, where obviously with beer, you're going to have some residual sugars left over, but, um, I measure everything in Play-Doh. So like, if I'm doing cider, it always comes out to a zero. It literally ferments it all. Um, so that's the one main difference. But still pitching similar yeast. Like we were using um, beer yeast for a while, but now I've switched to a um, cider-specific yeast. Um, and it ferments typically a lot faster too. Now the big thing is with fruit, you have pectin. Pectin is what's used to make jams 
um, and you can't really separate the pectin from the liquid um, at the beginning. So the like maturation time is a lot a lot longer. It's like making an old school lager because you gotta just like sure. leave it in the tank forever. Um, but we have some things to help speed up that process, and I use a, a DE filter, so I'm able to filter the cider too. Um, but I mean, fermentation goes off the same way. It's still uh, it's super sulfury when it's fermenting. Um, so the big thing is open firm. Uh, so what we are we have specific white wine tanks to make the cider in, and it has a vent at the top of the tank, so that way the sulfur doesn't get forced into the solution. Because once it gets pushed into the product, it's really hard to get it back out. You can scrub it with CO2, but that's not really eco-friendly. Um, or you can run it through copper, but copper fittings are extremely expensive. So who wants to invest in that? Oh, so copper fittings open... is what we specialize in at Wichita Brewing <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> that's true. I do like the copper stuff, but yeah, it's not for us. Wait, so it is in a separate tank? Yeah, you, know, I, you... you can do it in the conical fermenters, but the problem is with that is the tank is sealed, even though you have your blow off, um, it still isn't enough to get the uh, sulfur out of the tank. And then the other problem is because it's the cone shape, all of that pectin like clogs it. I would have to take the bottoms of my tanks off to clean them. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so basically yeah, more, more work, more work. Um, right exactly <laughs> dude that's cool so, so did it take you long to do cider or did you know you were going to be doing cider when you came to stablecraft when i came to stablecraft i knew i was going to be doing it but it took me i'd say probably about a year and a half of me being here before i really started getting it dialed in um but where we have it now we're really happy with it we've won a couple awards for our ciders as well um yeah, you, you were talking about some of those awards. Is that like was that like a Brewers Guild thing or what? Or Virginia? Yeah, Craft? so yeah, Virginia Craft Brewers Guild. I won um, uh, two silvers uh, for one for my Robot Cowboy, which is a New England IPA, and the other one was for our Port Sippin Lemonade Goza. Um, and did we you, got a silver for that. Did you enter your Oktoberfest? No, because timing of when you have to drop them off, I didn't have it in bottles. Oh, yet. dude, but I, I should. Dude, I that <laughs> was seriously one of the best like Oktoberfest Marzins I've ever had. Was, I was appreciate really good, that. Really although, good. although the judges at GABF told me it was the worst beer they've ever had. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're always fucking right, dude. Did, did, did you enter this year? Yeah, one one of the feedback was like this is the best beer ever, and the other one was like it just tastes like diacetyl yeah. and oxidation. Oh, dude! Like, okay. Oh, literally, I every time I see <laughs> every time I see diacetyl on like a comment, um, yeah, dude. I always think of that like SpongeBob meme when he's like holding the case or something, and it's like all reliable. <laughs> right exactly um, dude. Shit. Well, that's not that bad of a comment. I can't remember who who inboxed me. Um, on Instagram, but one of their comments, the judges wrote in, tastes like a shower curtain. Like, what does that <laughs> I, mean? I dude? don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, one, how the fuck do you know what a shower curtain tastes like? And like, if you, if you want to just say it tastes like plastic, why don't you just fucking say that? Right. <laughs> or like, <I've>, uh, <laughs> he went to great lengths to insult this man's beer. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, so I entered my Lemonade Goza last year in the contemporary Goza category. And the feedback said that it was a quality brew, but it was in the wrong category and should have been in the like Leipzig Goza. So that's why oh I entered it in God. this year. And they told me that it was in the wrong category and should be entered <laughs> into the contemporary. Dude. And I was like, <laughs> what? Right, dude, I think uh, there was a brewery here in Wichita. I'm pretty sure that, that one, they want a gold um, in like, a mixed culture brett or, or one of those categories okay. uh, obviously enter the same beer same batch like still had bottles into the exact same category one year later and two of three judges said wrong category it was like dude <laughs> you fuck we literally just won a gold like yeah. not that long ago 
Dude, last year, I forget which brewery it was, but they won a, they got a bronze in the Thespier category, but it was a Marzen that they entered. That's literally the complete wrong category. Oh, well, I mean, don't give me a start. I, hey, I'm all, I'm all about playing the game. Like, I don't give a shit, but I do think it's so funny that these judges, they have these fucking egos that, like, they they won't even award uh, a, some, some categories. They're like, there was no bronze awarded. Or no, gold. right? Like, are you shitting me? Like, <laughs> yeah, like you got over a hundred beers and you can't pick one to get a fucking medal. Like, get right. out of here. Well, but it's like <laughs> with, with uh, that ego, like that whole ego thing of doing that. How? Oh, yeah. Like, if you're gonna have an ego like that, you better be able to fucking pick out the right category of beer. See, this is I have a fix to the whole competition, dude. So there's entirely too many beers entered to like properly judge all of them right so what they should do is split the country up into four different regions and then you do a regional competition and whoever like finishes like top five or whatever in their region goes to gabf and then oh. you're judging a way smaller category hmm. so you'd have to do like it would start like state level in like your brewers guild, right? And then the top in that go to the region, and then the top in the region go to nationals, kind of thing. So kind I of think like that's a start. March Madness type thing, huh? Right. When you're entering ten, when there's like ten thousand beers in a competition, dude, how can it accurately be judged? Well, so I do agree with you <laughs> a little bit on that, and like it is. I mean, I know we've won a couple times, and I still do think it's a little bit of a crapshoot. But <laughs> two, two opinions of mine is, I don't know how much of a crapshoot it could be if four like Allagash White wins every year, and I think that's the best beer ever made. So like, right? I agree. So they they for sure nail that one. <laughs> right, right. So I don't, I don't know. But then then you got things like. Uh, uh mango cart or like juice yeah cart. they won like two golds this year in back-to-back -back categories of over like 110 beers in a category and i was yeah. just like what in the fuck then it's got me thinking is there any backdoor deals in this thing right dude. And, but then not Maybe. only that like and then you go a step further why the fuck does golden road give a shit about gbf medals Right. <laughs> There's like, I mean, honestly, just get my head turning into like all these different scenarios. Like, but no, nah, it's fun. Are you, uh, are you going to GBF for World Beer Cup this year? Um, I would like to, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. Yeah. How's, um, uh, one of these days I'll eventually make it out there. But how's, uh, are you all staffed up and stuff or? Yeah, so we're um, going into obviously our slower season for that, like that for everybody in this industry at this time. Um, but right now, we just brought in a new guy um, to work in the brewery with me. Um, my assistant brewer moved on to bigger and better things. So where where they go to? She's going back to school to do something in like the medical field. Oh yeah, way more way yeah. more important than beer. Hey, dude. hey, hey, now, hey now. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But we change lives too, <laughs> right? <laughs> For better or worse, but mm -hmm. um, well, no, that's cool. Um, dude, um, I was gonna say, whenever I was out there, you uh kind of mentioned a little bit that you were thinking about maybe going back to school for so you could like teach beer classes and stuff. Are you still thinking yeah. about doing that? Yeah, that is, I do think that I would be a good teacher and I would like that as a retirement plan, but other some other like stupid things I've been kind of mulling around on maybe opening like a deli. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I see you on Instagram. I, I see you on Instagram fucking chefing it up, brother. Dude, I love to cook, man. It's like, are you still, it's, are you still on like a fitness journey kind of? Nah, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that dude, that that lasted until summer production kicked up, and then I didn't need to be on a fitness journey anymore. Right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nice. when you're brewing in a hundred degree weather in a freaking metal box, brother, you, you don't need to work out. <laughs> you do not gotta tell me, man. I uh, 
I am right there with you. I was actually just saying yeah. the other how how old are you? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay, I'm thirty two, and I was just like saying to myself the other day, like, I don't know how many more hot box summers I got in me because I don't. Yeah, I don't, dude. Like our brew system, I don't know. There's not too many people that can like handle brewing back there, whether yeah. it's like mental or physical or or whatever's going right. on. I'm like fuck, like. And I, I, I'm probably like maxed out on pay to be honest with you. I've been in the company for eight years. Like, I don't think that, yeah. I don't know. And then like, we've had assist, I've had a, a quote unquote assistant before, but like, I'm like, Hey, can you like s- just start the double brew? So I don't have a 14 hour day. And they're like, ah, fuck like mill fit hand milling, 1400 pounds, raking out 1400 pounds, right? Um, all in a sauna. <laughs> but yeah dude like every time i walk up the brew deck steps i'm like i don't know if my knees and my back oh, can sh- keep doing this do, man do you <laughs> do you have any yeah. back problems oh yeah dude. i my one meniscus is just gone I, when i was uh when i was wrestling in high school i just absolutely destroyed it and then never got a uh, surgery so it just disintegrated oh yeah yeah, yeah. no you never get the surgery Me- medical no, medical science is going to develop in like a year or two and yeah that's i was actually just saying that i i think i'm due for like a catastrophic knee or back injury because i've been brewing for almost like 11 years 11 12 years mm-hmm. And I, my back and knees feel great. <laughs> yeah, mine don't. Mine don't, dude. I have to sleep with like two pillows under my back, one under my legs. <laughs> like, yeah, but but you, it's, you said it's you, a rough time. But you said you fucked that up in wrestling, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't like, like a brewing. Brewing thing. makes it worse. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help. I'll tell you that. No, dude, does not no. fucking help. When I'm mashing in a uh, robot cowboy and I have to dump like 200 pounds of like flaked grain <laughs> just directly into the uh, mash tun and our rakes broke, so now I have to mix it by hand. It really doesn't. It doesn't help. Yeah, tell me about it, brother. <laughs> I'm not one of them spoiled brewers like you that's got mash rakes. Well, listen, I haven't had mash rakes for a while now. Um, and my efficiencies have gone up. <laughs> I dude, I it is wild. I think about that. Um, yeah, we don't have mash rakes, just obviously a big wide pot, and uh, yeah, our my efficiency is like a little bit better than most breweries that have uh, mash rakes on, on certain beers and things like that. And I'm like, yeah, it, it really makes me like think of how important, like, or how efficient and resilient is beer really like obviously you want to be like pinpoint accuracy but i mean there's been times where i've wondered like what the like i always i've never not hit my numbers on and i have the most manual i have a 20 barrel homebrew system basically (laughs) pretty much (laughs) yeah Yeah, pretty much and i have never not hit my numbers and it's sometimes i'm like fuck i don't know obviously you want to do all the right things but sometimes i'm like Maybe people need to chill the fuck out with like being anal about some things. <laughs> yeah, I mean we get we get leeway on everything anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, well, I they, they I, give you a point three percent ABV either direction, right? <laughs> but I, I mean, I used to uh, I knew this one dude who was like super anal about. Um, he's like, oh, you don't want to stir the mash too much. You don't want to shear off any husks. And I was like. Dude, shut the fuck up. Like, some of these mashes, they just have the rakes going the entire yeah. mash. And and they make right. fantastic beer. Like, dude, yeah. pump the brakes. My dream would be to have a mash filter press. Those things dude, are insane. those things look scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly... But they're so sweet, dude. I've, uh... Just... There, there's a brewery in Kansas that has one. I've never been there, um, but they only do like extremely, extremely light loggers. Um, okay, like basically like a like a Keystone Light type cheap beer. Like I think mm. they do like a Montucky cold snack, if you will. Well, they do. <laughs> bro, I, I'm pretty sure they sell like thirty packs for like nine ninety nine or something. <laughs> it's, yeah it's cra- it's crazy but that's uh, awesome 
but yeah, that mash press um, looks good. What what is it? How much pressure does that have? Or, or have you ever that, that I don't know. I when I was in school, we uh, kind of briefly talked about them uh, because the guy that was teaching me is uh, from Germany, and they're big in Germany. Oh, where where did you go to school at? So it was a online school uh, called the uh, Journeyman Brewer Academy. And it's ran by a guy named Peter Bachter, and he does it through a community college in Texas. Um, but he is originally he was he's a brewmaster, um, and like came from Munich, like grew up like oh, started sure. brewing at like sixteen. Well, you cannot and get I, much more authentic <laughs> than that, right? And then I also did the um, Cornell Brewing School, the um, brewing courses they did. Oh, uh, well, that was pretty good too. I did that online as well, but I'm looking at going to Siebel, um, for the, the world brewing Academy, like the sister program where you go to Chicago and then Munich. Oh, um, they, it's a brewmaster program. I was looking at doing that. Well, yeah, you were, you were talking about, you know, you wanted to like teach classes or something after brewing. And before you ever mentioned that when I was out there last year, like, I really do think by the time, well, we ain't ever fucking retiring. I know that nobody our right. age is retiring. That's just no, people no. need to get that through their fucking head now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, no. but not uh, in today's economy. Yeah, zero. With these gas prices, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I really do think most colleges shit in the next probably ten years. I bet they'll have some type of uh, brewing science or yeah, for sure. Or do I mean do they now? Well, so Virginia Tech has a program, but I believe that it's like a minor, like you have, it's part of their food science uh, program. Uh, but I had a friend, I had a friend that went through that program. Um, and when she graduated college from Virginia Tech and then got a job as a brewer at Trogues and then went to uh, Stone in Richmond for a while as well. So it's probably um, what, just like fermentation science? Yeah. And then. I know um, UC Davis has that good program that they run. It's like a year or two years uh, program, uh, brewmaster class. But, like, I know you've put this up on your uh, story and stuff before, but, like, I feel like the term brewmaster. Oh, God. They, like, yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't think even like even if I get a piece of paper that says I am a brewmaster, I don't know if I'll call myself yeah, that. I don't like. I'm know, a brewer, man. dude. I, yeah. Like, I'm not curing cancer. I'm yeah. just making beer. We're, like, yeah. <laughs> fuck. For all we know, we're causing it. Dude. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, we don't don't, don't say things like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, who knows? We don't fucking well, dude, I don't. I don't know what the fuck's in anything nowadays. Like, we don't know. It's honestly that's true. I keep a pretty crazy positive outlook on life, but I think it's because I think everything's just so fucked up and there's no getting around it. So let's just <laughs> yeah, that's keep fair. fucking raging. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The whole brewmaster thing's fucking weird to me because I'll meet like, I'll meet people that are like, Oh yeah, I'm starting a brewery. Um, in blah, 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 blah. I'm the, I'm the, they'll hand me a card and it's like, Oh, I'm the brewmaster at XYZ yeah. brewing and wherever. It's like, are you? And he goes, yeah, I homebrewed for a while. And it was like. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> just because you're a homebrewer does not mean you're a real brewer. So, like, I have a buddy that's trying to open his own brewery. Of course. Um, Everyone And knows. he's worked at breweries. Yeah, but, like, he's good. And he oh, homebrews. Nice. But, like, he's good. Like, that's fine. I'm all for it. I hope, I hope he, like. But can that, get it off the ground and do his thing, but that's an anomaly. Sure, but like, sometimes that <laughs> shit doesn't translate. Even if you're an amazing brewer, yeah. that shit doesn't always translate. That's fair, but he also was like he worked at Victory for a little bit, um, and was a brewer there, and he's worked at like other smaller spots, like little brew pubs and stuff like that. But like, I get it from that standpoint of, like, he has the background in brewing. He also home brews. He's dialing in his recipes. That makes sense. But any fucking Tom, Dick, or Harry out here thinks yeah, that who, they, bro it? they yeah. brewed w one time and their mom said it was good that they yeah. could be a brewer. And that's not <laughs> it, dude. 
Because I was that fucking, I was that asshole when I first started. And I was like, this is way harder than I anticipated. <laughs> mommy, <laughs> mommy said my beer tastes good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, like, just because you homebrewed once does not make you a brewer. How, and just uh, because you brew doesn't make you a brewmaster. Right. Because I am not a brewmaster by any fucking stretch. Dude, but every, I've been doing this seven years. Everyone's you know I mean? a brewer. Whether you mash in or you clean kegs, you're a fucking brewer. Right. I yeah. agree with that. But how uh how is the Virginia craft beer scene these days? Um good. So we are on the verge of getting self distribution in this state. Um the law did pass, but there wasn't like room in the budget to do it yet, but I believe it's supposed to be coming later this year. Um which is cool. It's only up to five hundred barrels. Um sure. but you, Still, that's a substantial good on, amount. You'd be good under that, right? Or how many barrels do you guys have? Yeah. We, this year, um, all in all, between the beer, the uh, non-alcoholic sodas that we make, and the cider, we're about like eight, 900 barrels, um, which is up from last year, um, which is pretty good. Nice. I mean, we brewed, we brewed just 150 barrels of... Um, uh, beer than in this last like two months. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking yeah. blowing out of control then. Um, yeah. What's uh? So does the guild your guild basically go after shit like that for the self distro and lobby? And yeah. All that so shit? the the guild was the one that kind of got it rolling and everything. Um, and then they announced it. We have a gala every year. Um, and at the gala, it's uh the that's where we have the awards. Um, where we enter our beers into that comp and it's, it's at the end of the summer and then they announced like all of the upcoming stuff. So they were talking about it this year. Well, they talked about it last year, but then they were talking about it again this year, um, about how it's like actually going through and then what more of the details are. Um, so it's going to be up to 500 barrels, which is still pretty substantial. Um, but in the state, the wholesalers are kind of like, it's, you you have to sign with a wholesaler to distribute and then once you sign to them like you're there for life kind of thing yeah i think you were telling me that that it's basically like a death sentence in virginia that there's like no getting out now is that the same for do you guys have self-distro on cidery and wine so that's separate so through the wineries um we are able to self-distro the wine and okay. that's why they were pushing for the beer and the beer is going to like the, the, uh, law for the beer being able to do it is pretty much going to mimic what the winery one is. Okay. So dude, I think that's crazy because I'm pretty sure that that is exactly what we're working on in Kansas right now. Um, okay. that, but I mean, it, it doesn't, it's not going to affect Wichita brewing cause we don't, I mean, we distribute so much that we can't. Right. I mean, we can't go buy a fucking semi and and these vans and infrastructure, but I'm pretty sure they're uh, yeah. trying to get it to where it's basically the same uh uh wording in the contract as whatever farm wineries and cidery or something. But yeah. I think there's a major push for that, but I don't know. I don't think people realize and this is just the devil's advocate side of it. Like, yeah, it would be nice to sell direct to um accounts and this and that, but like, guess what? Now you got to go clean that tap line. You got to go deliver yeah. that beer. You got to go uh, take time out of your day to deal with the customers or the, yeah, your accounts and stuff, right? Like, right. So I don't So uh, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, it's the same thing where it's like if you sign with a distributor, it's for life. However, um, you can self distribute. So, like, oh. every brewery pretty much self-distributes in Jersey. Like if you're a New Jersey brewery, you self-distribute. So it's basically just giving you the option to, to self-distribute, yeah. which I think that that helps both in the sense of like most, some distributors don't want to come fucking pick up, you know, your six, six barrels. Um, right. right. For, for some of the smaller breweries or whatever, you know? Right. But I think, I don't know, self-distro, it's cool, but I or I hope people realize that the uh um yeah self distro is nice, but it's more than it's it's gonna add more work at what cost? 
Right. Like, do, do you, or I guess for your cidery, are you on tap places? Um, we're actually, the only place that has our uh, cider on tap is Buffalo Wild Wings. V-dubs. <laughs> what? So yeah, do, dude, V-dubs has us. Do you have to go, uh, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Do you have to go clean that line or what? Yeah. So you, I mean, what, you just get a little brink and you go over there and just clean one line? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes about what, an hour of your day? Kind of, yeah. Damn. But I usually try and schedule it on a Tuesday or Thursday so I can get the BOGO wings oh. <laughs> while I'm there. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> Turn Smart. it into lunch. Smart man. Oh, that's if I'm going to have to leave the brew house, I'm going to eat lunch while I'm out. Right. <laughs> get some of those fucking BOGO wings. That's hilarious. What, uh, are, you, are you a spicy guy? Yes, my entire refrigerator is filled with like different hot sauces. Do you get that uh bullshit little challenge, whatever at the blazing whatever challenge? I've I've done it and I can't win it, and it's not because it's hot. I just cannot eat that fast. Oh, how, like, or wait, what's the? I thought you just had or what's the challenge again? You have to eat like twelve wings in like six minutes, and it's the hottest 12, uh, wing holy they have. Shit, it's something like that, and I'm like, I can't do that. That's not like I just can't move that fast. You don't think <laughs> it, you don't think it's hot at all? It's hot. I it just I don't think it's like absurd. Dude. I've had absurd hot sauces, dude. I've had. Have you? Do you watch hot ones? Yeah, yeah. I was well. I was just about to ask you that because what I wanted to do, I wanted to do a uh, a, a hot ones ish episode type thing where it's, I think, what do they eat? Like twelve wings. Yeah. Okay. Or so 10. is it 10? Whatever. Let's just say it's 10. I was going to do four ounce pours and I was going to start with an extremely light lager and then move up in percentage all the way up to a barley wine as I interview okay. someone. So you, that's, that sounds sick, dude. So that'd I want to do that. So, or yeah, so 12, <laughs> it would be 12 samples and you would basically, you would have drank three, three tw- 12 ounce beers and yeah. with each, yeah, with each drink, you, I ask you a question, but, um, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's the, the fun of the hot ones is that there's a, a super big reaction on each. Well, yeah, bite. but the the fun of yours is when you get to like seven or eight, you're fucking hammered. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess maybe. So you, you know, you go light. No, you have to go in. You have to go in on an empty stomach. Um, <laughs> you have to. You actually have to fast for forty eight hours before right. you do it. Oh yeah. Oh well. Three, three, dude. Sometimes I'll not eat all day, and I'll just drink like two of our, uh, you know, seven percent IPAs, and I'm just like, yeah, dude, I am. I am buzzing like alpha two. You know how many times? You know, it's like I'm not a breakfast guy. I like breakfast foods, but I don't eat breakfast. Right. Um. Like I wake up and I just start my day. Fuck yeah. Um. So like I'll get to I'll get to like two three o'clock in the afternoon. Still haven't eaten yet because it's a busy day. I haven't had a chance to have lunch. And then every day I taste the beers that are in fermentation, make sure that everything's <laughs> fine. Dude, by the end, if you drink, if you taste like six of them, and I'm doing like barely a sip, like this is like right. a wine tasting, but I'm going on almost 24 hours without food. And, I, and yeah. like I start buzzing and I'm like, man, like this is tough. I got it. I got it. <laughs> really it's a hard in. part of the job, man. Yeah, dude. I'd like, everyone's like, oh, you make beer that must be awesome you get to drink all day it's like no i don't yeah. want to oh like, dude dude that's that's another <laughs> fucking thing that i think is hilarious like everyone's like oh you brew beer you must be getting fucked up all day and just drink all day it's like dude i don't think you fucking realize that we are actually doing like it's work our jobs <laughs> and so- and it's the whole thing of you know if your parents let you sneak out of the house or they don't give a shit to you know, right. doing shit you're not supposed to do then it's not it's not that fun you know right uh, or, or it's not or it doesn't even feel i don't know you know like i've said this plenty of times but if i wanted to go in there at five in the morning and just started ripping barley wines no, no one cares no one's gonna stop me no one like yeah but who not, wants to do that well, well but i'm saying like i could 
Um, yeah. and, and no one would really bat an eye at it. They'd just be like, oh, right. Yeah. Let, oh, what, just what? quality control. Yeah. Right. We're like, oh, what What do we do today? Okay. We got to clean this tank, transfer this beer. And the whole time I'm just right. drinking barley wine at six in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so when I, when I used to work at Cape May, we would have to like, we would do, um, like rotating shifts. We had three shifts. Um, so first guy would come in at like five, second guy would come in at nine, and then the third guy would come in at two. Um, so like when I was on the 5 a.m. shift, I don't even want to smell the beer, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's five o'clock in the morning. I have to run the centrifuge and we have to smell it and taste it, like do a sensory analysis on it and all sign off on it. I'm like, it's five 30. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Part of the job. brother. Part. Yeah, dude. It's like, we should get hazard pay for that. Oh dude. That, <laughs> yeah. We should bring that up. Fucking we should start pay. a brewer's union, dude. Is brewer's there? union. No, we should start one. Is that, what does that entail? Uh, I don't know. I've never been part of a union. <laughs> Boy, I mean, from just the internet memes, it sounds like union people just get to do whatever the fuck they want and they get paid. Yeah, more. dude. Yeah. We already get to do whatever the fuck we want. We just don't get paid more. Well, <laughs> speak for yourself, brother. We're fucking raking it in out here in Kansas. Yeah, with your Lamborghini and private jet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's the fucking brewer's lifestyle, dude. I have a dented door on my car and no front grill. <laughs> <laughs> now and that, I bought it that way. <laughs> hey, that's a step up. I know a lot of brewers that don't have cars. <laughs> that's fair. Dude, I, that's I, fair. I know some people out in like, you know, the, the brewing uh, big cities and they don't necessarily need a car. They, uh, you know, they don't have a car, so they don't have car insurance, don't have gas. And, they obviously people know what most brewers make or whatever, but you know, they're saving money that way. They don't have to pay for beer. And then their brewery is a brew pub. So they get lunch and to go dinner for free. Right. And that's just, I mean, if you don't require, like if you don't require that much of yourself, like, and you just want yeah, to dude, chill like, that's, and good vibes. That's yeah. Like, and, and then they have roommates, but like, you know, you got water, beer and food. <laughs> And good vibes. Dude, who cares? Here. Brock Purdy's an NFL quarterback on one of the best teams in the NFL right now, and he has roommates. Yeah. Tommy DeVito <laughs> lives at home with his parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so. dude. Oh, I know. I know what I was going to ask you. Um, so, Tommy, that's an Italian, bro, right? And I'm assuming yeah. you're Italian. Like, how much Italian are you? Or what is mostly mostly? <laughs> um, what the fuck is Gabagool? <laughs> okay so great question i'm ha i'm so happy you asked um because i ate so much of it over the holidays okay so, so it's it is a yes and it's it's a dried meat oh. um made from pork typically from the neck um and it's cured kind of like prosciutto so um, do, you, do you eat it like on a charcuterie board or yeah okay. yeah but as we call it, it's an antipast. Um, but yeah, charcuterie board. Antipast. What? What is, what is that? That's what we. That's like meat and cheese and stuff. It's an antipast. That's oh, what it's dude, called. That is, that shit is for me, man. I love yeah, charcuterie dude, me too. cheese and. But meat. gabagool, gabagool is pronounced to everyone that's not like from New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Italian. It's capicola. Oh, wait, Capicola is just gabagool? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the same. It's literally the same thing, just pronounced different? Yeah. Yeah, we just oh. call it gabagool. And, and why? <laughs> or why? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I didn't write the book. <laughs> um, but uh, Emma will get mad at me all the time for it because she like took Italian in college. So she actually oh. speaks Italian. And oh, I'm like, cool. I'm not speaking. And she's like, that's not even Italian. I was like, I'm not speaking Italian. I'm speaking South Philanese. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I need to get me. Uh, I need to. I was gonna go to the Philly, or what I thought was gonna probably end up being Philly and Dallas in the playoffs. I was 100 percent gonna go to that game. Get me a cheesesteak mm -hmm. and and all that shit. But now, obviously, there's other plans. 
Yeah, dude, I don't know what's going to happen. So Dallas, that, who do you guys play next week? You're playing Washington. Uh, Commanders, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that should be a, that should be a win. So you're going to win the division. Fuck yeah. We're going to get the five seed. So we're going to play either the Buccaneers or the Saints right. on the road. Which is um, fine. That division stinks. Yeah, I think we'll beat them. And then who would the Cowboys be drawing? Well, right the, now, if, this, if it's sta- the if Seahawks. It, no, if it stopped right now, we'd play the Packers. Okay. So, and they play the Bears next week. So we'll see how they that goes. They should win that I, game. I, uh, I bought tickets to the Cowboys wildcard game uh, at Dallas today. So. I, that's sick. I that's really, not, that's actually kind of cool. I was going to do dry January. Um, yeah, you I can, just, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can't because of the fest anyway, but I was going to do yeah. mostly, mostly dry January. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to stay non, like just pounding Miller High Life's in the parking lot in Dallas. So, dude, it's going to be insane when you guys go out in the first round of the playoffs dog, again. Dog. It, won't happen. Won't happen. I honestly can't wait to watch the Lions Rams in Detroit. Matt Stafford coming back. Oh shit, to, that's right. That's that's going to be that game and that's going to oh. be fucking insane. Dude, that will be a legendary game. Is Yeah, that's going to be fun. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um speaking of dry um, January, do you, do you guys uh I mean obviously January slow for most reasons shit at the brewery, but do you guys see anything like like dry January? So for the resolutions, we push our salads. Um, oh, <laughs> cool. Well, no, I mean, you, I mean, you have to. I think. Uh, right. I don't know why I didn't think of it until like four days ago, but I think next year I want to release some uh, dry January merch. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I like that. Have you ever done like a a, a dry anything or like a month off or? No, dude. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I did. Only time I, only time I stop drinking beer is because like I drink two things pretty much all the time: either beer or water, mainly water. Yeah, yeah water. Thank. Um, dude, I like and like being a brewer. This may sound fucking pretentious, and I really don't give a shit. But being a brewer and trying different waters and making like different water profiles. You can taste the difference in water. Oh, water yeah, has yeah, a yeah. flavor. No, that dude, that's like, not when that's you not pretentious. Get, when you get a good water, dude, oh, there's nothing quite like oh, it. Oh, well, dude, it's, <laughs> it's not it's not a shocker that you know places like Colorado and and um, mm. places with great water. It's right. like no shocker that they got some of the best beer in the country. But it's so crazy when you go to a place like Denver, Seattle, right. Oregon, and you have a shitty beer. And it's like, yeah, dude, you must. How did have, you do yeah, this, guys? You must have intentionally <laughs> fucked something up because, dude, I'll be honest with you. Like we were talking, beer, hot side beer is pretty resilient, in my opinion. Yeah, like it's pretty resilient. And uh, anything over one hundred and eighty-five degrees is going to be dead. And so, yeah, and uh, so when I have like a bad, you beer can't from a fuck great, up the hot side, you're right? <laughs> um, and but then that makes me also think. How the hell are are people in business that are making shitty beer in these big cities? Because the competition's crazy, and yeah, it's like you're so almost, some people I, out there intention. It seems like intentionally fucking it up when you have beer that bad, right? I, so this is kind of what my thought is on all of it. So like, the brewing industry obviously is completely oversaturated at this point. But because craft beer has taken off with such a boom when it did, um, and it's like the cool thing, you have to try them all. No matter if they're good, bad, or ugly, I think that's what keeps it in business is that this industry is so oversaturated. And it's like Pokemon cards. you got to get them all, dude. (laughs) So people, they'll always go because even if a beer is bad, right? Think about this just from a word of mouth standpoint. If like I go to you and I'm like, yo, I went to this brewery and the like I had this beer, 
straight butyric acid, bro. Awful. Sure. You're going to go and try it just to see if I'm like, you're going to oh. be like, I have to see if it's that bad because like, you know what uh, I mean? So like, no matter what word of mouth is going to move the product. <laughs> I, if someone says butyric acid, I, there's no chance in hell. I would try it. I think butyric acid has got to be right up there with like the most foul smelling shit in, uh, in all want to hear something beer. crazy. Yeah, go ahead. Shoot. I'm, I'm nose blind to it. <laughs> to butyric, I've heard that, and, and the I same thing with what like diacetyl. Some people can't pick it up. Right, that is like easy for me. Oh, um, man, that's fucking weird. Like, what? The, yeah. What the hell type of science is going on in our brains and nose and head and <laughs> right. that you can't pick up butyric acid? Yeah, because I did. So, like, I've done the sensory trainings, like the little canisters you get from Siebel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've done it multiple times and every time I don't pick up the butyric. Oh shit. Dude. But also at the end of the day, I've always said (laughs) every beer ever made is somebody's favorite beer. It's just, it's yeah. Yeah. Sheer number. (laughs) I I believe it. Cause even if let's just say it's a, it's a, I don't know, pick a fucking city somewhere in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. You go to Columbus, Ohio, and there's a shitty little brew pub or a small a small brewery where they don't really care about quality or whatever. Somebody is a regular there still. Maybe they live in the neighborhood. Maybe they just live around the corner. Somebody's right. a regular there. And one of the beers on tap that might not be that great is their favorite beer. Right. That's my theory. That's though. true. But. No, I mean, that's true. I'm, I mean, we all make beers that we probably don't love, but like we make them because consumers love them <laughs> have you uh have you ever made a beer that uh was basically like not anything like what you were wanting but you still sold it anyway i'm trying to think like it, it might not have been bad or maybe you did think it was bad but it was like well it's you know it's still going on tap i did make a beer once um when i was home brewing Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> that that got super infected, and I uh, almost gave it to people, but then I decided against it. Good man, good um, man. I was, I was like, I can't do this. Um, but man, does it suck when you make beer and then you got to dump it, even if it was only a gallon? Right. Um, but no, I did. I did make a. I made an IPA that was supposed to be a hazy, um, but. But it wasn't. I'm not. I'm not a believer, and I don't know how where you stand on this. But I don't think that biotransformation hopping is real. I think I it's. I don't, uh, dude. I was just. I think it's about made that. up. I think it. I think it's made up, and big hops want us to believe that it's real. <laughs> but um, I don't think it's real. I. I don't. We don't really do that much hazy, or really kind of. We do some hazies, and some of the best um, hazies we've ever done with like some collabs. I got some info and, and stuff with like Alvarium out of Connecticut. They do a shitload of hazies, and he was telling me about you know dry hopping early and this and that and biotransformation. So, I mean, whether it's real or not, I, I like the the method of doing it, <laughs> or I think I personally think it works, but. Uh, nah, I don't think it's real. I don't think it's real. So the two times that I've made a beer using bio hopping, it's the clearest hazy IPA I've ever made. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there. <laughs> and then you don't think there's any other I, factors at play? Well, no, because I do everything the fucking same. So I oh. think what's happening <laughs> is the the yeast and the hops are maybe binding. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's dropping the yeast out of solution um because i use a low flocculent yeast but whenever i do the bio hop it seems to knock all of it out and i've never had that issue not bio hopping i find the best method for dry hopping and getting the most flavor is using no more than like three and a half pounds because anything over that i think is just waste three three and a half pounds um, per barrel yeah dude that's fucking that's way high right no, dude, no, Three? not for a hazy IPA. For a hazy or like a West Coast, dude, dude I th- think that's a heavily hopped beer. Ooh, I'll have to go double check. We, like I said, we don't do that many hazies, but three and a half pounds is like 
Dude, I made a beer one time when I was at Cape May. It wasn't my recipe, but I had to dry hop it. Um, and it was uh, Kvike yeast, um, 13% hazy IPA, and uh, 10 pounds per barrel dry hop. 10 pounds per fucking barrel. Actually, wait. Hold on. Let me do it. Okay, no, that's not that much. Or three, three is not as much as I thought. I just just doing the math no. on some of our West Coast. Ten pounds. What the fuck? That's yeah. yeah that's I, like wasting hops. If I do a ten barrel batch, um, the major like the most hops that I use go into the dry hop. I barely put anything on the hot side for my like hazies. Well, dude, um, what do you think about like all these new hop products? So I haven't really tried a lot of them. I've I've used the cryo hops. Um, I do notice the difference with those in just like the potency. Um, so I mean, but you look at it right, and it's more expensive because yeah. you're getting the same quantity, but you have but you can use less. But when you really break it down, you're really not saving that much money on it. Right um, for you're, and you're doing the same thing, right? Because like. We only hops. You only get thirty percent uh, utilization, right? So obviously, it's going to be one of the most expensive parts of what you do, if not the most expensive part. Unless you aren't like reusing yeast, then that would probably sure. be the most expensive part. But um, just because they're cutting down and making it more potent, I mean, the only thing I could see really making a big difference is the hop extracts or like the hop shot things. Yeah, but yeah. even with those, I feel like bitterness would be more just because you're extracting the oils from the plant and that is literally what we do to get bitterness right i would find it hard to believe that it wouldn't just make it more bitter or stringent fuck there's ipas out there now that have zero ibus and and, Mm. or or they'll have like five or nine ibus and it's like yeah that's that's my robot cowboy (laughs) well i i said this like what what the fuck is the ipa anymore you know, is everything yeah, no, they're not real. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's, it's just it's, like skewed of everything, and and I don't know where the craft beer industry is heading. I mean, I'm here for it. I love it. I think it's fun, and obviously, there's plenty of content to talk about. But uh, I, that's something I love about the industry. You go to, you know, we go to Waynesboro, Virginia, and and have a ipa that has nine ibus you know let's say hazy ipa has nine ibus then you might go to california and then you got a fucking 77 ib or whatever um right and it's and and they're both hazy ipas (laughs) so like where's the spectrum of of that oh there's not (laughs) like like i was saying it does, it's not real. None of it's real anymore. We're just—it's all fake. Are we real? <laughs> are, are we in a no, simulation? Dude, we're, we're, we're in a simulation, dude. And well, we're just—and for whatever reason, we're just the brew guy and NPCs. Like, yeah. we're the, well, dude. We're just, hopefully, this simulation ends with the fucking Dallas Cowboys six Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like. <laughs> Even if they make it to the Super Bowl, they're going to lose to the Ravens. Nah, dude. I my I, dream, my dream Super Bowl at this point in the season, just because I think it would be fun, would be the Miami Dolphins versus the uh, Detroit Lions. But I don't think it's going to happen. Um, just because like a fucking snooze fest to me. Well, they both have like high-powered offenses and they're both kind of gritty teams and they both have a swagger in their own way so i just think like everything leading up to the super bowl would be fun the media days all that kind of stuff the game itself would probably be fun and it'd be cool to see two teams like that that for a very long time were not good um (laughs) yeah that's what I, i love about that that some dude, bad, I love I love Motor teams. City. Dude, I love Motor City, Dan. I love that like the Lions are back. I love right. that the crime rate in Detroit is the lowest it's ever been since the last time they won the division, no, which was nineteen sixty eight. Yes, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it, dude. It's amazing. Oh shit! That that didn't <laughs> yeah. even think about that. I love it. Um, like Detroit's like now the safest city ever. <laughs> <laughs> All it took was a winning football team. Yeah, dude, you got Eminem out there slinging spaghetti in a cup out a window. Oh, He's got his shit. own spaghetti company. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. 
<laughs> well, dude, we're uh, we're right at a fucking hour of this shit. So I don't want I don't want to take up too much more of your day. What what are you doing the rest of the day? Oh, uh, cooking and chilling. <laughs> nice, dude. Um, well, dude, I'll, I appreciate you coming here, and we'll uh, obviously I'll hit you up and we'll chat some more. But uh, what uh, what's your twenty twenty four craft beer hot take? Craft beer hot take? Yeah. Okay, so I think the sours are gonna are gonna go away. Yes. Well, eh, I don't think so. I don't. Th- I don't think wilds, wild fermented ales. I think will have their place, but I think the kettle sours and the gozas are gonna die off. Uh, I don't want them to. I love them, but I just I don't I don't see it with all yeah. of the other stuff. Because well, to me, those people that wanted those kinds of beers are the people that are now drinking like white claws and shit. Well, yeah, that, well, that's, that was going to be my take is, um, I don't drink them. So yeah, I guess I, I leaves more taps for, you know, West coast IPAs and, and being selfish like that. But yeah, I think you're probably right. The people who did drink the fruited sours, they are either switching to seltzers or just vodka. Right. Exactly. That those were the the beers for the non beer drinkers, sure. and I think because there's so many like um like beyond beer uh, products out there now that things like that are going to start to die off, and I think we're going to start sure. getting back into the classics. You're going to see more browns, more reds, yeah, brown, more long like live the brown beer. ale and amber ale, baby. Do yeah, you, do, dude, you do, an, do you do an amber? I do an amber lager and a brown ale. I actually have two brown ales. All right, dude. Well, I'm a uh, maybe around March or something. I'm holding an amber ale uh, <clears throat> world championship, so um, I'll definitely. I'm still working on some details, but it, just keep that in the back of your head. All right, word. Yeah, uh, I'm in. All right, dog. Well, dude, I appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, I'll uh, we'll we'll chat soon, my brother. All right, word. Go birds, fuck Dallas. Do do not go birds, <laughs> but let, <laughs> let, go later, birds. bro. Later. See you, dude. <laughs> Fucking man is delusional. But uh all right, y'all. Wrapping it up. That was uh, I hope this sounds good. I'm gonna get it edited and uh hopefully everyone has a great New Year's and let, let's keep it rolling, man. Let's get some good vibes out to everyone, each and everybody. Um tell everyone you love them if you do love them. Um if you want to tell somebody you fucking hate them. Hope you mean it. But uh All right. Love y'all. I'm out of here. Peace.